be super conventional this morning. God is in this place. But we have a way that we need to launch ready now. I'm going to begin by turning your attention to Psalm 44. Psalm 44 and verse 1. We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their day, in the times of old, how thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and plantest them, how thou didst afflict the people and cast them out, for they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Neither did their own arms save them. But thy right hand and thine arm and the light of thy countenance. Because thou hadst a favor unto them. My message today and our theme for this service is simply this. They were ready then and we are ready now. They were ready then, and we are ready now. Could we worship the Lord together one more time in this place? We praise you, O oh God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, O oh God. For great are thy works. Great are thy works, O oh God. Great are thy works. And great is your name. Great is your name. Hallelujah. None can compare. None can compare. None can compare. For you are great, oh my God, my Savior, my friend, my Father, my Redeemer. You are great, and you are greatly to be praised. Oh, bless your name. All of my soul, bless your name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For just a few moments, you may be seated. Make no mistake about it. This campaign and this building project is about all of us, every one of us, rallying around, ready now. Each and every one of us rallying around ready now and building our new campus on these 11 acres that God has provided to us. Ready Now campaign will not only provide a new building and campus for us, but it will enhance and it will strengthen the ministries that already exist. 
Our campaign will help us to develop new outreaches, new ministries, ones that we've only been dreaming about. But Ready Now will provide us the ability to develop new outreaches and new ministries. Ready Now campaign will position us to be completely, fully able to meet the real needs, and there are real needs, of the next 1,000 people who will become regular attenders of Tree of Life Church. Ready Now campaign will give each of you, each of you and me, all of us, the biblical opportunity to make a difference and to leave a legacy for our next generation to follow. We are practicing the principles of the scriptures. You can find a scriptural principle as a foundation for everything, and I do mean everything we do in this Ready Now campaign. Exodus 35 and 36, 1 Chronicles 29, Acts 4, 2 Corinthians 8, 2 Corinthians 9, just to name a few of the scriptural principles and underpinnings for every decision that is made in how we approach Ready Now campaign. Because of this, our Ready Now capital goal that we are believing to not only reach but exceed in Jesus' name of $3 million and to experience, now I'm going to explain something to you, to experience a single offering and we are told that 3 to 5% is the normal of what will come into that first offering that will be taken on Sunday, May 20th to launch this short-term 36-month financial commitment. We are told that 3 to 5%, which puts us at about $145,000 for the first offering. In Jesus' name, we're going to blow that out of the water. In Jesus' name, we're going to see a miracle offering right from the outset to come in because God has provided it already. He has already gone before us. He has already blessed us. He has already favored us. And there is no mountain and there is no wall that can prevent what God has purpose to do. Together, we will see Ready Now campaign through, and we will see it successful, and the Tree of Life Church brand new campus will become a reality in Jesus' name. Can you receive it in the name of the Lord? You're going to receive a packet at the conclusion of this service today. And in this packet will be a Ready Now magazine. It will give you details concerning the, the campaign. It will give you details concerning what the Lord is going to provide to us. There is a, a goal that we are poised to reach of about 1.5 million. And then there is a, a, a goal that a faith goal of two million, but there's a miracle goal of three million. 
When I talk about a miracle goal, I'm not talking about what you are able to do. I'm talking about what God is going to do. Hallelujah. We have heard with our ears, our fathers have told us what works thou didst in their days, in the times of old. Today we honor our past. You see, honoring our past, our founder, Pastor Frank Kurtz. We see on this banner, they were ready then, we are ready now, Bishop Buller. And in the back of the of the vestibule across the window, you will see a, a biblical chart. Brother Kurtz was famous for his biblical charts that he taught. In fact, people would come from all over the region throughout the 30s and 40s and 50s to hear Brother Kurtz teach the Word of God from a biblical chart. And you are going to be able to see on that back wall of the of, of the vestibule a chart that would be similar and one that he used to teach the word of God a prophetic timeline from creation to eternity and and so today we honor our past it is important that we honor our past we are here because of the foundation that has been laid under us there is no way to build anything of significance if you try to rip the foundation out from under the thing you are trying to build we can only build by remaining true to the foundation that God has placed under our feet. And so today we stand in 2018, 93 years after this congregation was founded in the city of Cincinnati. And we boldly declare and gratefully declare one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all who is above all and through all. And in you all, we gladly declare, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. We gladly declare, come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. We gladly declare, go into all the earth and preach the gospel to every creature. Go into the highways and into the byways and preach the gospel. Come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. We gladly declare, hallelujah, I will go and prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. We honor our past. We honor those prayer warriors, those preachers, those teachers, those soul winners, those givers, those, those saints of God, pillars of the assembly, those who paid a price and sacrificed so that we can stand here today and lift our hands without wrath, without doubting, magnifying the God of our salvation, exalting the name of the Lord together. In the book of Joshua the scripture describes that, that as they came across the Jordan River before they were able to cross the Jordan River, God said to Joshua, I want you to take stones from around the priest's feet and I want you to place them outside the Jordan River and I want you to build a memorial inside the Jordan River. So there were 12 stones inside the Jordan River and there were 12 stones outside of the Jordan River. And he said, it will be that 
in generations to come, they will pass by this memorial of stones and they will ask the question, Mom, Dad, what mean these stones? And that's when you tell them these stones represent what the Lord has done. How he brought us out with a mighty hand. How he brought us out with a stretched out arm. It was important that Israel always understand that it was not by their might that any good thing came their way. It was always important for Israel to understand that it was not by their strength or their power that any good thing came their way. But it was by the power of the Most High God. It was by the providence and the wisdom of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Jacob. So when the psalmist began to describe that we have heard with our ears what the Lord had told our fathers, the stories had been passed down. Oral tradition where people would tell of his wonders, tell of his glory. That's why we want you to know about a little girl walking by the church and hearing the music and stopping for a little while to enjoy the music. Sister Kurtz invites her in and the rest becomes history. Not only did she enjoy the music on that day, standing on that sidewalk, hearing from that little mission on Walnut and McMicken, but her son and grandson and great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren are still magnifying the name of Jesus and lifting songs unto the Lord. That's why we want you to know about a time when Brother Kurtz fell sick. And while he lay in bed dying, the saints of God gathered to pray. And they prayed without ceasing until the Lord himself shook that building where they prayed. It shook so demonstrably that the top two stories were having to be condemned and they had to move into a new location. We want to tell the story. Don't hold your testimony inside. Open up your mouth at the breakfast table and tell the story. Open up your mouth at the dinner table and tell the story. Open up your mouth and share it at special times and in non-special times. Tell the story of his goodness, of his grace, of his mighty power, of his excellent greatness. And make sure that when you tell the story that you give glory where glory is due. Glory does not belong to any one of us. It belongs to the Lord our God. And when we accomplish what the Lord has blessed us, favored us, and anointed us to accomplish, don't one soul give credit or glory to any man, but give all glory and honor to our God, the maker of heaven and earth, the owner of the cattle on a thousand hills, the one who was and is and is to come, the almighty God, the maker of all things give glory to him the psalmist said we know how you did drive out the heathen from among them we know how you did plant them we know how you did remove and cast out those that were their enemies and we know that they got not the land in possession by their own sword you know why we know that they told us so they were praisers. They were worshipers. They were humble people. They did not become proud or arrogant or boastful, but their boast only was in the Lord. We know that it was not their sword. It was not their own arm 
but that it was your right hand, O God, that did save them. It was your arm and it was the light of your countenance because you had favor or grace unto them. We are here because of the grace of God. We are here because of the mercy of God. We are here because of the power of God. We are not here because of the grace of ourselves. You know you were ready to quit. It was God who kept you. You know you were ready to give up. You remember when you were so close to falling off the ledge. It was God who held you fast. It was God who wouldn't quit when everything in you had quit. It's not us, it's him. I said, it's not us, it's him. Very quickly, I just want to say there are three things that we can count on in this Ready Now campaign from the Lord. Number one, the right hand of God is going before us. The right hand of God represents his power. Amen. The scripture says in Exodus chapter 15, after they came across the Red Sea, they sang and said, your right hand is glorious in power. And then they said, your right hand dashes the enemy in pieces. I want you to know that every enemy that rises up against what the Lord has anointed us to do, the right hand of God will dash that enemy in pieces. We will not have to fight for unity. All we've got to do is love for unity because God has gone on before us and his right hand will dash in pieces any enemy that rises up against what the Lord has anointed us to do for his glory. The right hand of God represents his power. That's why the scripture says that Jesus is set at the right hand of God. This does not make him a separate person from God. This makes him representative of the power of God at work in the earth. That right hand of God is his power that steps into the earth. And when God was manifest in the flesh, he came into this earth as the only begotten son of the living God and lived the perfect life and died the death of the transgressor. And he descended into the Lord parts and he won the victory for us over death hell and the grave that is the power of God and that's why we will die lifting up the name of Jesus that's why we will lift our song without reservation that Jesus Christ is the almighty God and it is he that has saved us and not we ourselves that we are his people and the sheep of his pasture there is power in that message. There is power to save the lost. There is power to heal the broken. There is power to heal every sickness. There is power to break every chain that the enemy has wrapped upon any individual. And we will exalt the right hand of God. We do not have to lift our hand. God lifts his hand for us. We just continue, hear me, we just continue to be obedient to the Lord. This is what the Lord showed me this morning as I was preparing to come into service. The Lord spoke to me and said, you have been obedient. And I am well pleased. The peace that came over me. You know, the scripture says, great peace have they that love thy law. And, and I always thought that meant, you know, great peace have they that are affectionate to the law of God and those who really esteem his law and, and love it. You know, just love it. What does love mean? And, 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 and so I thought, you know, th that's what that means. Great peace have they that have strong feeling for the love of God. No, great peace have they that love thy law means great peace have they that are obedient to the Lord. 
All we have to do is be obedient. And every step of this way, we have been obedient. Thank the Lord. Glory be to God and not to one person or any people, but glory to God that he kept us from our disobedience, that he kept us from leaning upon our own understanding, that he kept us from trusting in our own way, that he kept us from fear of criticism because a fear of criticism will make you disobedient to God. And we're not accountable to man, we're accountable to God. And we have to stand before God on that day of judgment. And I want to stand before God being able to say, Lord, I did what you said. I did what you said, and I can hear the Lord already saying to us, well done. Hallelujah. And so we, we go forward in Jesus' name, trusting in the right hand of God. Jesus, Jesus is our message. Jesus is our, our king. Jesus is our redeemer. Not only, not only do we do all in word or deed in the name of Jesus, but we trust in the arm of God. This is what the psalmist said. Not only the right hand of God did it, but the arm of God did it. We trust in the arm of God. The arm of God is the outstretched arms of God. God opens up his arms to this world and says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I can hear him saying to our city, Oh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati, how often I would gather you unto myself. How often I would gather you unto myself. I want you to know that the enemy has targeted this city for decades and has tried to keep God from being magnified and glorified. But he has not been successful. And we stand here today as a result and a product of those who were faithful in times of adversity. Those who remained consecrated in times of great difficulty. Those who never stopped praising the Lord. When hopes were dashed and dreams were dashed, they lifted up their hands in the assembly and said, To God be the glory for the things he has done. I want you to know where the arms of God are. The arms of God are underneath us. The scripture says in the book of Deuteronomy, Underneath are the everlasting arms of God. Underneath are the everlasting arms of God. We can do what God has called us to do because we are cradled in the arms of God. We are undergirded by the power of God's mighty arm. This is why the children of Israel said, glory to God, glory to God, who with a strong hand, that's his right hand, and with a stretched out arm, has delivered us from Egypt. And we know that God delivers us with his strong hand and with his stretched out arm. Not only, ladies and gentlemen, does he give us his right hand and his stretched out arm and his undergirding arms, but he gives us the light of his countenance. The Bible stresses to us that we are to seek the face of God. We do not want to be in the wrong position with God. We don't want to be behind him. We don't want to be far from him. We don't want to be contrary to him. But the scripture says, Lord, you said to me to seek thy face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Seek his face in the morning. Seek his face in the noonday. Seek his face when the sun goes down. Open up your mouth and say, draw me nearer to you, O God. Hallelujah. Our only, our only goal is to be close to the Lord and seek his face. And when we seek his face, he will draw near to us and the light of his countenance will shine upon us. 
This is what the blessing of Abraham is all about. The Lord God be with you and let his countenance shine upon you. May he make his face to shine upon you. The scripture says in Psalm verse or chapter 80, the 80th Psalm, it says this, give ear, O shepherd of Israel, thou hast leadest Joseph like a flock. Thou that dwellest between the cherubims, shine forth. Before Ephraim and Benjamin and Manasseh, stir up thy strength and come and save us. Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine and we shall be saved. O Lord, God of hosts, how long wilt thou be angry against the prayer of thy people? Thou feedest them with the bread of tears and givest them tears to drink in great measure. Thou makest us a strife to our neighbors, our enemies laugh among themselves. Turn us again, O God of hosts, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. Listen to what he says next. Thou hast brought a vine out of Egypt. Thou hast cast out the heathen, and you have planted it. You prepare room before it. You did cause it to take deep root and it filled the land. The hills were covered with the shadow of the vine and the bows of the vine were like the goodly cedars. She sent out her bows, the vine did, unto the sea and the vine's branches unto the river. Why hast thou then broken down her hedges so that all they which pass by the way do pluck her? The boar out of the wood doth waste it. The wild beast of the field doth devour it. And here it is. Return, we beseech thee, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and behold and visit this vine the vineyard which thy right hand hath planted and the branch that thou madest strong for thyself I want you to know ladies and gentlemen that God has pulled us out of every difficulty we've ever faced and in 93 years of existence this congregation has seen difficulty many difficulties the enemy has come against us in many ways but he has not been successful and he will not be successful because the Lord our God causes his face to shine upon us. I said the Lord our God causes his face to shine upon us. Psalm 24 and 6 said, This is the generation of them that seek thy face. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the generation of them that seek his face. This is the generation that will rise up and build. This is the generation that will trample under the enemy underfoot. This is the generation. They were ready then, but we are ready now. We can't rest on what happened in the past we've got a call of God on our life to go forward and see and do what the Lord has anointed us to do hallelujah we're going to build and we want to build a memorial unto the Lord so that people when they walk into this place in future generations in your generation your children your children and should the Lord tarry your grandchildren will say to you, Mom, Dad, what mean these stones? What mean this tree of life? It means that the Lord has anointed us to heal the nations. It means that the Lord has placed his favor upon us and made us a fruitful vine in this city. What mean these stones? Why Why is there a Leroy and Evelyn Buller Fellowship Center? Because of a good and godly man and woman who gave everything. Some of you don't even know the sacrifices that they've made. They at one time sold their house. They sold their house and, and, and made a profit on the sale. But they didn't keep it for themselves. 
themselves. They put it directly into the work of the Lord and put it into the building program of 7595 Montgomery Road. And that sacrifice helped to allow the Montgomery Road building to be built along with many sacrifices of the saints of God. And so when we walk into this campaign, see that sacrifice Brother and Sister Buller of the 1970s, when you made that sacrifice of selling your home, Sister Buller worked another job for 18 months to help keep things afloat while Brother Buller pastored the church and they made a sacrifice. See, see, we think that the reaping of that blessing was when 7595 Montgomery Road was built. But that's not the only time that that blessing is reaped. We're still reaping that blessing. I said, we're still reaping that blessing. You know, there is... There's a little something, there's a little something called old money. Anybody ever heard of old money? Old money means that, that there were financial instruments years ago that people would take their money, wealthy people would take their money and put their money into a financial instrument that would yield increase over generations. And it wouldn't just, it wouldn't just yield a, a result the first year or the second year or the third or the fourth or the fifth year but decade after decade it would build and it would grow and as long as the money was handled wisely it would increase and multiply that's old money you see it you see it in the royal family you see it in the in the Kennedy family it's old money but I'm not talking about the money of this world I'm talking about taking everything you have and putting it into the work of God and when you put that into the work of God it's going to multiply in ways that you can't multiply it. It's going to increase it in ways there's not a stock or a bond or a 401k or a Roth IRA that it can increase it like the way God can increase it. We're still being blessed by that sacrifice, Bishop and Sister Buller. Tree of Life Church is going to be a result of those kinds of sacrifices that were made by the people of God from 1925 all the way up to 2018. Glory to God. We're putting our trust in the right hand of God. We're putting our trust in the arm of the Lord. We're putting our trust in God making his face to shine upon us. And I have great peace today. You know why I have great peace? Because I'm grateful that the Lord has helped us to be obedient. Do you know what that means? That means that we've done our part. And we've got more to do throughout this campaign. But we have put God in a position where he can do his part. Now there's nothing. Now there's nothing. Now there's nothing that can stand in the way. And God is going to speak to us over the course of these 36 months. And over these next three months, March 18th to May 20th, God is going to reveal to you and I what, what he would have us to give in the Tree of Life campaign. At this time, we're going to ask all of our team leaders, all of our team leaders who are part of the Ready Now Capital campaign, I would like for these team leaders to come. Brother and Sister Brian Duvall, if you could come right now in the name of the Lord. This is our campaign director, Brother Brian Duvall. God bless him. <laughs> Brother and Sister Colbert, come on. Brother and Sister Colbert, our prayer emphasis team leader. God bless you, Brother and Sister Colbert. 
Brother and Sister Tierney, God bless you if you could come. Brother and Sister Tierney are over the Challenge Services team. Hallelujah. Brother and Sister Enos, if you could come, God bless you. This is Brother and Sister Enos are over our Leadership Advance team. God bless them. Sister Melanie Lobsinger over our Communications team. God bless her. If you could come, Sister Melanie Lobsinger. Sister Tracy Wheeler, if you could come. Sister Tracy Wheeler is over our invitation team. God bless you, Sister Tracy Wheeler. Brother Mark and Sister Stephanie Purdy, if you could come right now. God bless you over our administrative team. Brother and Sister Wilkerson, God bless you. If you could come, vision support team. Brother and Sister Dixon, our follow-up team, if you could come, God bless you. I'd like to ask, Everyone who is a member of these teams, if you could come right now. I won't go team by team, but if every one of you could just stand and come forward right now. God bless you. Everybody who is a part of these teams, I need you to come forward. God bless you. There has been much time and much work and much effort. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. I want to take a moment and recognize the labor, the efforts of this, these teams. Three months since the beginning of this year, three months of commitment and work, multiple meetings, several different weeks, long into the late night hours. This challenge services team that you saw, these videos, I want to give special recognition to Brother Seth Holston. God bless you. Brother Seth, just kind of wave your hand there. God bless you. Amen. Who is also responsible for our live stream that's happening right now. Amen. God bless him. And Brother Scott Volts, God bless you. Brother Scott Volts who helped Brother Seth and... Amen. With, and then I, and I, I, I can't, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss absolutely everybody. I'm so sorry. I start naming names and I know it better than to do that. But I'm just so grateful for all that have been a part of this and are continuing to be a part of this. Ladies and gentlemen, these people have gone out of their way to, to help organize the Tree of Life Ready Now Capital Campaign. What I would like for you to do at this point is to stand with us, extend your hand to them, and begin to pray over them and ask the Lord to bless every effort that they have made and to undergird every effort that they have taken in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the work that each team leader and team member have put into this campaign already in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you will go before them and cause every work to be fruitful, cause every work to abound in the name of Jesus Christ, cause every work in your name, oh God, to go forward and multiply and increase. Let the unique favor of God be upon each and every effort that's undertaken by these team leaders and team members. Lord, we declare it, we claim it, we thank you for it right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I thank you that you've driven out the enemy. I thank you, Lord, that you've driven back the darkness. I thank you, Lord, that you've put the enemy in his place, that you have gone before us, that you have trampled over our adversary. I thank you, Jesus, that you have given unto us good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over. We claim it now in the name of Jesus. I pray an anointing upon their families. I pray an anointing upon their minds. I pray a blessing upon their homes in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now I want you just to put your hand on the person next to you right now. And I want you to pray for each other in Jesus name. Every member of this congregation go ahead and pray for one another right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray a blessing upon each other right now in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over Tree of Life Church in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus over every family. I plead the blood of Jesus over every marriage. I plead the blood of Jesus over every mind, every body and soul and spirit. Right now, God, I pray, oh Lord, that you would put a healing hedge, a protective hedge around us as we go forward to do your will. I thank you, oh God, for your mighty power and for your excellent greatness in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you and we give you praise, oh God. Lord, we are walking confidently. We are walking boldly into your purpose, into your calling. We know that your right hand will go before us. We know that your arm will go before us. Hallelujah. We know that your face will shine upon us. And we thank you for it, oh God. We thank you for it, oh God. We give you praise for it. Let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Thank you, precious Jesus. At this time, we have distributors who are ready, and we're just going to take a few minutes here, ladies and gentlemen. If you could go ahead and, and have a seat, and our team leaders can stay here at the moment. But if you could go ahead and have a seat. And those that are poised to distribute will begin distributing a packet to you. Now let me say before you receive these packets. Number one, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you a favor. Please don't open them when you get them. And, and, and the reason I, I, I'm asking you not to open them is because you're going to be as excited as I am. And you're going to turn this whole place into Barnes and Noble. You're just going to sit down, grab some coffee, and start looking over everything. And we want you to look over everything. But we want you to take it home with you and look it over. Inside this packet, there's going to be a family devotional guide. There's going to be a prayer guide. There's going to be a Ready Now magazine that I'm holding in my hand. And it will provide you the information that you will need for the campaign. We're asking you to pray the prayers of the prayer guide each day. We're asking you to look at these family devotionals each week and read them because they are correlated to the campaign. And we're asking that one packet per household because we're going to pass out a lot of them today. We're going to have some left over. And the reason we want to have some left over is because we're going to take it and pass it out to others and let them know what the Lord is doing at Tree of Life. Amen. So we're going to ask you to, to accept it one packet per household. And if you find out that you've got a couple, uh, your family of four has six packets, you know, make sure we get some of those back in Jesus' name. 
and, and you can take it back to Connect Point. But the, 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 the different distributors are going to pass these packets out. Please get them and just hold them in your hand for a moment. Just hold them in your hand for a moment. And we can go ahead and begin. We can go ahead and begin to receive what the Lord is doing. If you are a family that's together, if you want to hold up your finger, one, one finger, letting them know I need one packet, that will help the distributors know how many packets to, to pass to you. This is, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say, this is a sacred moment. This is a holy moment. We're doing what the Bible has taught us to do. We have, we have taken the vision. If I could have your attention as they pass this out, if I could have your attention, I want to read to you from the Word of the Lord. The Word of the Lord teaches us that we are to write down the vision. The Lord answered me and said from Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, write the vision. Folks, God put it in my heart the tree of life, a place for the healing of the nations. He put it in your heart. It's been there for a good while. We've been doing what we can to heal the nations and to extend our hand to heal the sick for some time. But it's one thing to have an idea of the vision. It's another thing to write it down. The scripture says to write the vision. Make it plain. Make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. The vision has been in waiting for a long time, but we're ready now to receive the vision of the Lord and to run with the good news that God has given to us. I'm going to ask you one more time if you could to stand with me. Does everybody, every household have their packet? Thank the Lord. I want you to hold your packet in your hand if you could. Spouses, if you both can hold on to it. If you've got your children near you, everybody just grab a hold of that. Put your hand on that packet. And I want you to begin to pray over it in the name of Jesus. Almighty God, we ask your anointing upon every effort that we make right now. Lord, we can do nothing without you. It is impossible for us to do anything without you. Lord, we pray for an anointing. We pray for an anointing upon every effort that is made in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord God, you are going to uniquely empower me to make an impact in this campaign. I don't know how, but you know how. You know how. You're going to reveal it to me. I'm going to discover it. Hallelujah. But Lord, I receive it in Jesus' name. I receive it into my spirit. I receive it into my heart in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Come on, that's it. Lift up your voice and say, God, I declare your mighty power. I declare your glory in the name of Jesus. I declare your glory in the name of Jesus. I declare your glory in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
I declare your glory in the name of Jesus. I declare your glory in Cincinnati, Ohio at 6477 Cooper Road. The seed is being planted in my spirit right now. The seed is planted. I'm ready now. I'm ready now. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. We're ready now in the name of Jesus. Our backs were against the wall, and it looked. 